Hi everyone, this is Glenn, the technology manager here at Cremaine District Library. As part of Cremaine's American Crete series, uh, we are interviewing patrons about their citizenship journey, and today I'm here with Dr. Yenner Kandigan, the Associate Dean of the U of M Flint School of Management. So thanks for joining me. Um, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and give us a short biography of your uh, journey here to the United States. Okay. So uh, I was born and raised in Turkey. I was there till I um, was done with my um, master's studies and then uh, I have an identical twin brother and uh, he started uh, doing his PhD in uh, University of Maryland uh, a year before me. So that's made me apply to universities in uh, the U.S. for PhD. And that was the primary reason for my arrival to U.S. about 20 years ago to do my studies. Okay. Uh, so you've been to other countries to study. Yeah, my experience before arrival to the U.S. has been fairly international. I went to a French Catholic high school for four years. This was like a chartered school in Turkey, but everybody, the teachers and the school administration came from France. And then, uh, so French was my first foreign language and I didn't actually speak English before I went to the university. Mm -hmm. And uh, after I was done uh, with my undergraduate studies, I went to London School of Economics to do graduate work for one year over there. So, you could have, could you have stayed in the UK? Yes, I could. Actually, um, during my studies over there, I came to U.S. to visit my brother and a friend uh, in the U.S. And, you know, so I got a comparison of, you know, staying in Europe versus coming to U.S. And when I came to U.S., it was like, uh, it was a different uh, experience, different country, different, uh, you know, uh, ways of doing things. And I felt like, you know, I would fit better to U.S. than uh, U.K. Mm -hmm. And uh, parts, of, parts of the U.S. that I visited during my high, um, you know, graduate studies in U.K. was, uh, you know, there Maryland and uh, Massachusetts. So um, I felt like you know, it was great to be there. So I decided to come over here, and I chose Michigan. It was an interesting. I didn't like the weather and the overcast. Uh, you know, situation in the UK and out of all states in the US, I found Michigan, which was more or less the same as in terms of the weather. Mm, excellent. Um, interesting. So uh, when you were in the process of becoming an American citizen, did you encounter any uh, barriers that you needed to overcome? No, um, I first was on F1 visa as a um, student, foreign student, and then uh, I started working for Notre Dame and uh, University of Michigan Flint, and they helped me with the process of H1B visa, which is the work visa. And after a certain number of years, uh, the university helps uh, getting the green card process started, and then you have to take it on afterwards. Mm -hmm. And it was fairly smooth, it just took a while. I think I, uh, let me see, uh, I arrived to U.S. in 1996, and when I became U.S. citizen, it was 2010. Mm -hmm. So it took about uh, 14, 15 years before becoming a U.S. citizen. So 
what about being an American citizen means the most to you? So before even coming to U.S., I had a few experiences with uh, Americans or uh, U.S. in particular. Um, I used to live in a building, and then our neighbors uh, were actually Americans that were in Izmir, in my hometown, and uh, they were NATO soldiers. So I had a few experiences with them, and I was, you know, observing how they were living and their interaction with their kids and their spouses. And um, one of other our neighbors uh, came to U.S. for studying too, and the U.S. gave me the impression that's the country uh, that stands for something. You know, it stands for freedom and flexibility, and uh, you know, individuals are able to. You know, once you work hard, individuals are able to get to where they uh, want to be, and uh, you know, that there's. Uh, you have possibilities and few restrictions and also gave me the impression that the U.S. was fairly open to foreigners as well. Uh, you know, they are curious, Americans are curious about the foreigners. That was based on my interaction with the NATO soldiers that, you know, they were genuinely uh, serious uh, about, you know, learning about your culture and things like that. So. I thought, you know, if I, it's unlike Europe, where in Europe it's difficult to integrate. And then uh, in any country, even if like, you are from another European country or not, but the U.S. is known to be an immigrant country, so they're more open to people from other countries coming in and becoming an American again. So as a well-published international trade economics researcher, why do you think immigration is important? Well, um, you know, there is a central thesis in international economics, which is that globalization is good. And that's basically uh, free movement of goods and services across the borders and capital and labor. So when the labor moves freely across the border, that means immigration. And the reason why this is beneficial because it leads to uh, uh, consumers being better off facing lower prices, more varieties of goods and services, and more efficient production. And uh, immigration facilitates that in a number of ways. One is basically what we call the enforcement mechanism. Um, the way it works is, you know, immigrants act as uh, a bridge between cultures of their home country and having lived in the host country, they are familiar with that culture too. And one reason why uh, international trade uh, has barriers is the cultural differences. So through the help of immigrants, you know, the bridge, uh, the two cultures are uh, closer and it facilitates international trade and moves the world towards more efficient production. And the immigrants are enforcers in this because there's a lack of trust between two countries and their cultures. So uh, immigrants using their own informal networks, they can enforce, you know, contracts, make sure that the deals don't go through, make sure that the deals go through. And uh, so uh, it helps with uh, establishing the, basically, the trust. So trust is important uh, when you're dealing with two parties trying to trade goods and services then. Definitely. definitely. Okay. A number of times when uh, 
these global companies fail is because of lack of trust. The countries that are culturally closer to each other, because of that trust, uh, they trade a lot more. So countries that are culturally distant, they tend to trade less because there's lack of trust. And the immigration helps establish that relationship. Yeah. yeah. It's really interesting. So thinking back to when you got your citizenship, I hope you can remember all the way back to 2010. I do. What were the challenges? Like, did, I know you had to study for the exam. You had to prepare to go get uh tested at the uh, courthouse in Detroit, and then you had to be sworn in. What about that process was challenging or stood out to you? Um, I don't think it was challenging. It was an exciting time for me to, you know, know, finally I was becoming an American citizen. And uh, even if I had to take a test, uh, basically there was a hundred questions or so that I was provided and and I was studying it. So I was learning about the, know, uh, the American government, how it works, and uh, was really like a sort of like an introduction to become an American, it's just like a orientation in a way. So that's how I uh, looked at it. Excellent. Um, we had another interviewee talk about the importance of being familiar with English as part of her citizenship process. Would you agree or disagree that language makes a difference? I. Uh, I think immigrants should do their best to integrate themselves to the societies where they are living in. And that also includes speaking the most widely spoken language in the country, which is English in the U.S. And uh, I mentioned earlier, you know, one way uh, immigrants help with free trade was uh, enforcement mechanism. The other way is basically, um, you know, interactions with the communities and teach others about their countries and their cultures, their goods and services, and pique their interest in uh, to what they consume. And that will also facilitate um, the increase in the international trade. I've actually written an article on uh, basically the Swiss immigrants and uh, how they increase the trade between Switzerland and their home countries through the level of their integration to the society. So I think immigrants should do their best to learn the language, should do, uh, you know, should learn about the norms of the country, the folk ways of the country and follow them. Excellent. So <clears throat> what else would you like people to know that we haven't discussed today? Well, um, I was very happy when I became an American citizen because I knew at that point, you know, what U.S. stood for it was freedom, flexibility. You know, you're going to be able to capture the benefits of your hard work, and it was a welcoming and open society. And um, after living here for over uh, 20 years now, I feel like the direction of the change in U.S. is uh, the opposite of what attracted me to U.S. And um, so we are, in a way, uh, moving away from those ideals. And um, there's this um, actually literature in international um, business about the direction of the changes in the cultures and the country could either go towards survival values or well-being values. The survival values are basically the values that the societies hang on to when they are struggling. 
and that means xenophobia and uh, more authoritarian approaches and well-being values are you know welcoming and more political action so it seems like the part of the u.s society at least is uh, becoming more uh, followers of the survival values and and the rest are more well-being values and it seems like there's a struggle in this country right now about these two directions of uh, uh, cultural dimensions okay well thanks again for uh, joining me today talking about your American Creed experience uh, if you're interested in attending any of our other American Creed events please check the Cremain events calendar at cremain.org <laughs>